0: Blog Talk Radio. Sage Infinite, Online Nation, yeah. Hey yo, welcome to the Online Nation, victory I'm chasing, penetration, helps to spread the floor spacing, you know I'm acing, all for the sim nation, the hesitation, freeze the D in location, they can't recover, got the skill like no other, I hit shots, see the board's giving me props, I tell them Jesus fall back, call a play attack, they want to the rage quit, playing 2K, that's it, Rex sent it to the park, jump shot with the arc going on Runs the home crowd feeling my spark, fight your weakness, guarantee you reach. I teach quick, the D slip, flip the finger roll, that's it. Who got next? I shake a dude out of his check Cop some new ones, opponents better show me respect. Ride the bench next time, all witness my shine. Who can see me? The future like NYC. Peace. What's going on out there online nation? Um, I'm your fill-in host for tonight, DJ Gonzo Star. Uh, NYC The Future cannot be here tonight. Uh, hopefully, we get uh, a little spaz on here with us tonight. But uh, if we can I will be the person that's hosting it. Hosting it. Uh, hopefully, I put together some good topics for us to talk about tonight. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, what Jesse Jesse Williams. I think on BET last night, what he said. I did not watch the BET Awards, but I did. I saw his speech. Me personally, I thought that he told a lot of the truth. Um but I just wanna talk a little bit about people on uh on Twitter and a lot of stuff I see on YouTube and a lot of different uh, different um uh social media sites. Um I would like to talk about uh some of the comments that I was reading. Uh, but the show's mainly gonna be about is Dick Rose a good pickup for the Knicks? Um, where does Kevin Durant end up? We we'll talk a little bit about other free agents as well. We'll talk about um should LeBron have been the final MVP? Um, I got the numbers and from what I'm looking at the numbers, they absolutely say yes um, from every standpoint. Um, But we'll debate that hopefully on a little bit as well. Uh, Has LeBron James passed Kobe Bryant? Uh, All biasness aside, we're just going with we're not just talking about just skill set, athleticism. We're talking about who impacts their team the most and That's where it comes down to being an all-time great. I think it's about how much your impact um, is not only on the game, but the impact on your teammates as well. Uh, Does your mere presence alone propel your team to championship status? We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about a little uh, random 2K talk, uh, if anybody wants to call in tonight, to to talk a little bit about something about 2K. That's fine as well. Um, I'm going to hit you a little sample of uh, music, and then we're going to go right into the – Uh, we're gonna go right into the shout-out section. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know what? Go through, create your own situations and things, you know. Uh. Shed a little bit of love for the better. Let a nigga know where he can go to get his shit together, huh? For your soul for the cold, youngin' in the streets where the beds ain't warm, no sleep. Paranoia heard they had it for you, had it on you, plus you had enforcers. Daddy warned you, karma was a mother. Uh-huh. Good brother, too, I put my name on it, found out the property in his mother's. I'm discovering the obvious, This knowledge is off the books, they don't prepare you for the world in most colleges. Problems get overlooked, and these niggas following, shit that ain't even cooked. Just swallowing without the condiments, learn like to up a conduits since they don't like comments, But a listen to common sense. How about we switch positions? You talk, I'm a listen I'ma, I'ma, you got, you got. I'm still listening uh? you talk all right, this is the shout out section. Um shout out to you while see the future man, who couldn't be here tonight. Shout out to the little spads, Shout out to the resident president of a nation Azzar. Shout out to big Mama. Shout-out to Scott O.G. Gallagher, LD2K, uh, Leftos. Shout-out to Books Nelson, uh, very intelligent brother as well. Um, let's see. Uh, Shout-out to uh, Embrace the Pace and Pete Toll. Um, Shout-out to Pete Toll, Harwood Hoops Hangout. Shout-out to Meat Mill. Shout-out to Lance Roberson, Shout-out to Lob Mob. Check his videos out. Check-out to Gideon Prime, Truth Chasers. Uh, Check-out uh, D. Smitty. uh, Check him out as well. Check out our Sim F Ball critic. Uh, Shout-out to him as well. Uh, Shout-out to G. Robbie Gaming. Um, Shout-out to the NBA Live Veterans Committee. Uh, Shout-out to Rex Dixon and Clinton Oldenburg for Madden. Uh, they're making uh, much-needed progress with the Madden series. I don't think we give credit enough. I think we're, we, we're picky. We complain a lot. But we've got people that really, really, really want to see them game. And, and they're, they're, they're trying their best to do that. Uh, might not be perfect, but they're they're getting there. Um, thankfully, they got these two guys on the staff, and they're striving f- they're striving for that goal. Um, uh, who else want to give a shout out to? Shout out to Keith Turner, Almeco Thompson on Twitter. Shout out to Mama, there goes that man. Shout out to Drew Waterio Curry. Let me see, who else? Man, I got to live I I I usually have like a little list in front of me, man. You know, lately I've I've been trying to have that. Uh like I said, shout out to everybody in Sim Shout out to Sam I am as well. Uh funny brother, real cool guy. Um shout out to everybody that's a part of the online nation. Uh shout out to everybody that's in Sim Nation, like I said before. Uh shout out to Brian Barnes. Uh shout out to Forever Versatile, shout out to two AM Thirst, shout out to CY Cell. Uh shout out to Los. Shout out to Conrad Kuschman, who's always uh retweeting and uh asking really, really good questions uh on Twitter, you know, to get the community involved. Shout out to the little swife. Shout out to Millennium OS, I think Operation Sports, shout out to uh Moulton Hawk and Page Two Sports. Um let's see, uh just like to get a list of people. Um shout out to Julian Lomenzo as well, man. He's another brother that's a really cool guy. Um he's always on tour. He's also too on uh Meek Mills um uh, hangout as well, man. Cool guy. Um shout out to Black Jack Bulls, uh shout out to Benny Brockington, shout out to Drizzy, shout out to Margaret Dixon, uh shout out to Cole the God, shout out to DJ uh Gellis, uh, sh- let's see, shout out to uh Irv Gotti. Just like to give shout out to people, man, who you know, who, who just support the community, man. You know, me, I don't do this, I don't do this for money, man. I just like talking sports. I'm not an expert, so I, please, you know, if you see some of my tweets, it's just my opinions, man. Cause you know, everybody wants to be an expert. I don't even desire to be an expert. These are just merely my opinions. You know what I'm saying? Don't be offended by them. It's just the way I feel about certain things. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, don't be offended. Don't take it to heart. It's just me, you know, just uh, debating issues or just, you know, so calling things as if I as I see them. I'm not saying I'm always right either, you know what I'm saying? because sometimes I I might be a little too, you know, uh I might I might just be a little biased at times. You know what I'm saying, for a little bit, but eventually I come back down to reality. Uh, even with the LeBron James thing, he's not one of the top ten greatest players of all time. I had to come to reality. And that's gonna be one of our topics tonight and we're gonna talk more about that. Um uh, talk more about that as well But uh, yeah, those are my shout outs Man, if I forgot anybody, do not charge to my heart Don't no, just charge to my head That I just, my memory is just I can't remember uh, as many names as most But just forgive me for that uh, Just hit me up, let me know if I forgot you And I'll be sure to get your shout out uh, On the next episode uh, I'm going to hit you with just a little sample of music And then we're going to get right into our small talk section Of the show Three minutes With him in the bag and a towel on him. I fuck with y'all so heavy. I'm going to let y'all decide his fate. Talk to the little nigga or just wild on him. What y'all want me to do? What, what y'all want? veterans, um, veteran additions to the team. Uh, I think it's a great pickup for the Knicks. I, I honestly believe that uh, if Derrick Rose can prove to be healthy, this could be a long stay for him and the Knicks, and possibly him and, uh, him and Melo and uh, Porzingis and another addition to the team, they could possibly get a ring out of this. Um, but you have to see how the rest of the roster looks. We just, I'm just judging this on just the core that they're trying to put together. I think that Derrick Rose can be a passer because in high school he was a passer. He was not like a major scorer. Uh, he became kind of a scorer with Memphis and then the Bulls tournament him to, like this, like to like this, uh, uh, 20-point game score. And I don't think Derrick Rose would score first. I think he's actually a point guard first. He can, point guard who can score. I think he could pass the ball. Uh, I would like to see him stop passing the ball, jumping off his feet a lot. Uh, you know, but I think I think he could be uh, – he could be he could work really, really good with Melo and Porzingis, and he doesn't have to force a whole lot due to the fact that he has two guys right now that can score. And it kind of piggybacks onto the next question. Where does Kevin Durant end up? A lot of people said the Warriors. Honestly, if I was Kevin Durant, I would, I would make a move to go east. Um, the West is just so competitive. It's so tough. And I think this is one of the – one of the ways he could possibly get into the finals cuz if he can link up with like the Knicks uh, get with the Celtics and get like some good key additions or uh uh you know uh, one of those one of those teams I think that in the in the Eastern Conference I think that he has a better shot of making the finals because the toughest team he would probably have to face if he was linked with like somebody like the Knicks or Boston would be Cleveland and I, I hate when people say yeah, the, the, the East is weak. I mean, but I mean, whose fault is that that the East drafted these players? We can't we can't fault the East for being weak when teams are not drafting properly or teams are you know not getting the right type of guys. Or whose fault is it that you know the, the West just has be- West West drafts better or West picks up the right free agents? Um, so you can't fault the East for that. I think that to bring Kevin Durant to the East will bring more balance to the East and it would kinda weaken the West a tad bit. Uh, not quite not much uh but not much, but it will remove the like this this franchise changing superstar to the East to kind of level the playing field a little bit. And and I've always said this I think that the NBA playoffs is not really complete without the Knicks And without the Lakers in the playoffs, I think like we need those franchises in the playoffs. First of all, they are big markets. Uh, they're big markets. I think that we need, they have huge fan bases. Uh, they have the venue, uh, they have the venue like Madison Square Garden, Staples Center. They, they have, they're attractive, you know what I'm saying? For, for fans to want to come to, you know what I'm saying? So, um, they have the nostalgia behind, um, behind the franchises. So I think it really helps the league a lot. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that they should just automatically win it, because that's not what I'm saying. I mean, I think that those two teams being in the playoffs helps a lot. Uh, you know, it helps the league a lot. Uh, but anyway, uh, like I said, you know, free agency, If I speaking of NBA free agents, I would like to see Dirk Nowitzki, because I just think that Kevin Durant being on Golden State, I think there's just too much scoring, and I think – too much outside shooting. I think they need a post up guy. I think that's the key I think that was one of the key elements in last year's final. Um if you if you guys follow me, when they got to about game three or four they started playing David Lee. And David Lee in the post became uh became a mis uh, mismatch. Um became a mismatch for, for Cleveland. It forced them to, you know, they couldn't couldn't really Guard the perimeter like they wanted to because you had a guy who could post up a little bit, had a few post moves, get 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 the bigs and foul trouble. And I think that if they had a guy like Dirk Nowitzki, I think Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki will honestly be more important than the Kevin Durant um, on that team because they got a guy like Dirk, they got the a guy who could post up, who can play the perimeter, who can score. There's a lot of different. There's a lot of different things you can do with someone like that. He has the height. Um, not to say he's very athletic, he's not, but I think the height. That means a lot. You can get him on a one-year, two-year deal um, and then finish out his career there. I think that would actually make the Golden State Warriors a lot better. Um, Kevin Durant in uh, Oklahoma. I, me personally, we all like that great storyline, going to Oklahoma, winning the championship. I just don't see him and Russell Westbrook winning the championship. They were very, very close this year but it's, it's like almost like there's something there between those two that are holding them back from getting to that from getting to that that that, that larry O'Brien trophy uh I think that they would do better uh being stars on either either teams or if one guy just comes to the realization that he's not the star and just let the other guy lead. I think it's just too much uh too much hero ball between those two and and as we saw in the Golden State series, there's a lot of mistakes. In the end of games, although I do give it to you that the officiating is not has not been very well, and it was not very well in the Golden State and OKC series because honestly, Jeremy Green should have been suspended in the uh, OKC series, but you know the league saw otherwise, and they said you know the little thing, any little thing he does after here on will 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 suspend him in the finals. Uh, uh, that's just my opinion. I mean. None of this is factual. It's just the way I feel. Uh, now, we had a debate on Twitter the other day talking about should LeBron James have been MVP of the finals? I give it to you guys, Kyrie Irving played a hell of a final. He did, absolutely. He was a great contributor. He kind of sparked kind of sparked a game or two in the beginning. Uh Kind of sparked the game or two in the beginning, but as I got to looking at the numbers, um, and it's not just the numbers alone. it's just LeBron does so much more, and he's so much more efficient. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, if you take Kyrie off their team, they will lose. But if you take LeBron off the, if you take LeBron off the team and just left Kyrie by himself, they lose even worse. You know, it's just because LeBron just covers up for so many deficiencies. For other players on defense, um, uh, I mean, he gets. I mean, if to be playing small forward and, and pretty much being a wing defender and jumping passing lanes and chasing down blocks. I mean, the guy's putting up almost ten boards. I mean, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think he did put up double figures in boards in the finals. I think it was like eleven, eleven some rebounds. Uh, in the finals, 11 rebounds in the finals. I mean, it's just he, he covers up for so many deficiencies. Um, like the first game with Kyrie, he had 26 points, three rebounds, four assists, seven for 22 shootings. We shot like 30, 30 some, under 33 percent. Um, three steals. LeBron shot 23. He had 23, 12, nine, two steals. He was nine for 21, so he was a little more close to. Um, Mc- If I'm not mistaken, maybe 40, a little over 40, maybe a tad bit under. Uh, He was much closer. His field goal percentage was better. Uh, The second game, LeBron again, 19, 8, 9, 7 for 17, shooting, 4 steals. Kyrie had 10, 3, 1, 5 for 14. He was 3 steals. We got to game 3. Kyrie Irving shot 50%, 30, 4, and 8 and a steal. But LeBron had 14. He shot 14 for 26 with 32 boards, I mean, 32 points, 11 rebounds, six assists, and a steal. So, LeBron was better than Kyrie in the first two games. He was also better than him in the third game. Uh, he shot a better percentage. He got more rebounds. He had a few less assists, but he had more points. We got to fourth game four. Kyrie was better than LeBron in his game. He was 14-28, 50% shooting, three steals, 34 points, four rebounds, and four assists. But, LeBron didn't have a shabby game either. It was 25, 13, 9, 11 for twenty-one and two steals. Uh, so that's three games for LeBron, one for Kyrie. So we get to game five. They both score forty-one points apiece. Kyrie was three, three for uh, three, three rebounds, four assists, seventeen for twenty-four shooting, two steals. Uh, Shot out, very very high percentage. LeBron forty-one points, sixteen rebounds, seven assists. 16 for 30, over 50% shooting, three steals. He still beat Kyrie in game five. We go to game six. Uh, Kyrie had 23, 20 in the first half, three in the second half, four rebounds, three assists, seven for 18 shooting, two steals. LeBron, 41, eight, 11, 16 for 27. And this is the game where he's in mid-range shots and threes and four steals. He had a better game than Kyrie. And in the very last game, Kyrie had twenty-six, six, and one, ten for twenty-three shooting, one steal. LeBron had twenty seven, eleven, eleven, nine for twenty-four and two two steals. And I didn't even add LeBron's blocks in there. You know, I just I'm just looking at just the the basic That's just basic steal stats. I didn't really go to blocks because we already know what LeBron does uh did with the blocks. You know, he I think he averaged two blocks a game in the series. But even LeBron James bad games that we would consider bad games, they still kind of overshadowed Kyrie's games. And, if, and me looking at the stats, I see that LeBron had about five, maybe six games better than Kyrie. Kyrie had one, maybe two. And either way it goes, LeBron was still with a one, either six to one or five to two. And he averaged a triple-double. He shot, I think, 49, maybe 51%, something like that. Um, 11 boards, and like nine, eight or nine assists in the finals. So I will most definitely say, that LeBron should have been the MVP of the finals. Uh, He sets the tone for that team. And we had a debate. I had a debate at work. I had a debate on Twitter with a couple of people. we talking about, is LeBron James, has he passed Kobe Bryant? Um, And this is my opinion. We know Kobe's a deadly uh, assassin when it comes to the end of the game. We know that. But I think a lot of a lot of things Michael Jordan has gotten away with, and I'm a big fan of Michael Jordan. I think he's the greatest of all time. That's my favorite number one all time player. You know. And the reason why I'm gonna tell you I think that Michael Jordan has spread his myth with the rings count. He he spread this ring like, oh, you know, depends on how many rings you got. That that puts you at the top because everybody remembers a winner. that's true. Everybody does remember the winner. But we gotta give a we got to go deeper than rings. Rings, is, ring is rings, our team sport. But we also got to look at what you do on the floor. Uh, Kobe Bryant is a, is a prolific scorer, one of the greatest. Some can, some can argue. Some say he's a better shooter than Mike. Me personally, I don't think so. I think he's a three-point shooter because the line was moved a little closer uh, uh, in Kobe's time. Michael Jordan's three-point line was a little farther. Um, but um, Mike was deadly from mid-range. He could go to the post just like Kobe. So identical players. I think Mike was just a, a better defender, uh, honestly. this just my opinion. I like Kobe. I like Mike. You know, I respect Kobe more now that he's retired, and I kind of understand his game and his mindset. I respect him a whole lot more, and I actually have to give him more credit than I used to, you know. Um, but I wanted to go to the point that is. LeBron, has LeBron passed Kobe Bryant? My opinion, absolutely. And it's not about the rings because we know he had Chris, I mean, D-Wade and Chris Bosh. You know, we we know that already, you know. Um, they're two D-Wade, Hall of Famer, you know, we know that. Uh, we can say the same with Kobe, with Shaq. Shaq's a Hall of Famer. Uh, absolutely. Hall of Fame. Uh, Chris Bosh, I mean, it's kind of equivalent to somebody like a Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice came in, get the Lakers that first win, and I think he averaged 18 points a game. Uh, I mean, the Lakers teams were stacked just like the Miami teams were. So I'm not going to take anything away from him. He, he won two in Cleveland. I mean, in Miami, but I think that the Cleveland ring means the most. Uh, but let's go down to some to some real talk now. In Kobe's prime, and we're talking about without Shaq, go check it up. Check, go look on it. He wasn't even ranked the number one player in the NBA at any time during the time that Shaq wasn't there. LeBron has literally carried garbage teams, carried a garbage team to the finals. He carried... Garbage teams, I'm not talking garbage teams such as the team was a bad team, but it's just he really had no real superstar or even a real all-star when he was at Cleveland the first time. And he was taking them to number one team in the East two years in a row. Uh, and let's not get into last-second shots because I think that's overrated. Let's talk about how many times LeBron actually sat on the bench in fourth quarters because he was blowing teams out. We got to give him some credit for that. He never had the results of last-second shots because he was blowing people out. And this is not during a time when the East was, like, really weak because we had Boston, we had teams like Orlando, um, you know, teams like that. You know, we had the Pistons when LeBron, you know, early on in LeBron's career when he took on Chauncey Billups, Rasheed Wallace and all of them, They played. he played the Pistons. So they, they, they had good competition in the East, so it wasn't like the East was just a walkthrough. You know, this guy was number one in the East. You know what I'm saying? Quite a few years in a row, he took a, like I say took a team with pretty much no superstar to the finals. But I'm going to tell you why this championship made me realize something about LeBron James. First of all, he came back from 3-1 down. I know uh, uh um, Jeremiah Green got suspended. Uh, and I've said this many times before. Yeah, the league is rigged. When I say rigged, it's not rigged to the point where they can, can control the shots going in. No. But they can change momentum's. And what I mean by changing momentum is that if I see that uh, this team is down three-one, and it's a really really close game five, and Steph Curry's getting hot, or the star on your team is getting hot, I can give them three fouls in the first quarter, have them sit down. That keeps you ahead, right. And then when he starts to come back, come back in the third or fourth quarter, I can tackle on more fouls to either what get them frustrated. Cause to get himself ejected, or to get him sent to the bench again, to what kill that momentum. So a lot of foul calls actually can kill teams' momentum, and that's what I mean by being rigged. You know, it, sometimes when you're on a roll and you get a timeout or you get a, a, a bogus foul call, it does kill momentum. And that's that's in football. Sometimes you can be driving down the field. I mean, in football, I'm just speaking from high school football from what I play. Sometimes you can be driving down the field. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you're getting closer and closer to the goal, and it, they call holding, which, honestly, in football, every play is a holding pretty much in the trenches. Everybody's holding. Offensive linemen, defensive linemen, everybody's holding. You know, so it, could be call, it could be a holding call on every play, but they manage to call a holding play, and you get sent back 10 yards. That kills momentum. You know, it makes you feel like, wow, we're closer to the goal, now you're pushing me further away. And it can it, it, it can kill momentum, especially – in the weaker players as well because they see like, oh, wow, you know, we really need this guy. We're really dependent on them, And now we got to send back some more yards. I don't think I can keep blocking like this. I don't think I can uh, keep beating this corner this way. It's just, it, the doubt starts to set in. And you start to play different. You know, it's just, that's just, that's just one of the things of sports. So I think that it can be rigged to a degree. Uh, but like I said, the Draymond suspension was huge. Um, but, We're going back to the LeBron James thing. Is he better than Kobe Bryant? Kobe Bryant, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was an AFC team, and they ended up losing to the Phoenix Suns. This is all before they had Gasol. And people always say all the time, well, who else did he have when he won those last two? I mean, Paul Gasol was an all-star before he got to the Lakers. That's a proven fact. Go check it out. Check it out. When he played on Memphis, he played with Mike Miller, uh, who was a decent player. Not to say Memphis was a great team, but they were making the playoffs. And he had all-star appearances. You know what I'm saying? Um, not saying his teams were great. Because I, I don't think a lot of LeBron, LeBron's, LeBron's teams were great. Like, honestly, I don't really think this Cleveland team was that great. I think they just played in a weaker East. But somehow they pulled it off against the so-called best regular season team in history. Whether they shot themselves in the foot, they still had one more win to gain, and they could not gain one win out of three, which is Sort of ridiculous to me. You know, you should have at least got one, and you had two home games. There's no excuse for that. You know what I'm saying? There's no excuse to have two home games and you still lose, you know. So he pulled it off. But let's go to this. We're going go to we're gonna go to this point of view. If I take Kobe Bryant off the Lakers and I put him on the Milwaukee Bucks, if I put him on the Sacramento Kings, if I put him on the Pacers, if I put him on any of those teams in his prime, Would those teams be championship contenders? I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. I think they would be good teams, but they wouldn't be locks to make it to the finals every year. They just wouldn't. I think with LeBron James, I could put LeBron James today on Sacramento. I could put LeBron James today on Milwaukee. I could put LeBron James on the Knicks. I could put him on the Atlanta. I could put him on the the whack-ass Bulls. I could put him on that team. I could put him on uh, 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 Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm just naming teams that haven't been to the championship in a while. I could put him on Portland. I could put him on Houston. He hasn't been to the championship in a while. You know, I could put him on all these teams. And I can almost bet whatever team he goes to, they're going to make a deep run into the playoffs and possibly the finals as long as he's there. Can I say the same about Kobe Bryant? I really don't think I could. And that's just my opinion. I don't think I could. You know, And, and the way I have it, the way I have uh, um, uh, my top ten of all time, and, I mean, you can rank them in any order, but this is the order I have them in. I got Michael at one. I got Magic Johnson at two. I got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at three. At four, I have Larry Bird. At five, I have LeBron James. At six, I have Kobe Bryant. Seven, I have Tim Duncan. Eight, I have Hakeem one, Nine, I have Shaquille O'Neal. And ten, I got Isaiah Thomas. Those are my ten. Those are my top ten, you know, um, of all time, you know. Uh, I still can't put LeBron over Larry, I think, because LeBron is a freak of nature. And for Larry to do what he did, average a legit double-double, shoot the percentages that he did, in a league where he's, he was the most dominant white player in the league and, and very unathletic and still bust and sh- shot every, uh, uh, um, pretty much took down every athletic player that he went up against, much props to Larry Bird. You know, he deserves more. Uh, you know, so much props to Larry Bird. That's why I got him so high. He got three rings. Uh, you know, just just what the iconic status and the things that him and Magic Johnson brought to the league. Magic Johnson is, you know, to me, you look at his statistical numbers, shot a good percentage, triple double machine, and he absolutely made his team go. I, I know, you know, Kareem Kilt, you know. Late late 60s, you know, 70s, he killed in the 80s. He, you're right, he did. He absolutely did. You know, I, I give Kareem that much, you know, so he has to go on the list. I couldn't say players like Bill Russell. I couldn't say players like Will Chamberlain because Will Chamberlain really didn't play against anybody his size, so it was pretty easy for him. Um, Will Chamberlain's probably, like, one of the tallest players. I'm mean, not Will Chamberlain. Bill Russell's probably one of the tallest players in the league, although I do give it to you. He was a great defender, but the Celtics had pretty much an all-star team. You know, like, every, almost everybody on the Celtics went to the Hall of Fame. You know, so you, you kind of got to, you know, I, I took away from that. And do I think that they would Do I think they would play in this era like they did in their eras? I don't know. I, I don't think Bill Russell would put up 16 points shooting like 42%. I don't think he would have grabbed as many rebounds either. Um, same thing as, as Will. Uh, would Will average 50 points and 25 rebounds a game? No, I, I absolutely don't think so. He might have been a 20 and 10 guy. Probably would. 20 and 10 guy, 20 and 20 guy, maybe. But I just don't see 50 and 25. I'm sorry. Not in the era of the players we have now. Um, but I will give it to you. Will was very athletic because he was a sprinter. So, you know, to be that tall and they say very, very strong and could run very, very fast, he could. Possibly been a problem to a lot of centers in the NBA, okay, but it's it's amazing because Wood had this size advantage over everyone, and somehow he managed to still only get just two rings, you know, I mean, I know he kept running to the Celtics, but it's not a Celtic player as big as he was, so that's more credit to Bill Russell, he knew how to contain him, I guess, in the finals and, you know, in the playoff games, Um, but yeah, that's just my opinion, um, Those are a few things to talk about. Um, NBA 2K talk. Um, I'm actually kind of excited to see what's new in NBA 2K. I'm not gonna say overly excited like I was last year. It's just, I guess maybe because I'm just hyped about playing with, um, playing with some of the rookies. See how they got some of the rookies rated. Um, I'm kind of excited too about you know just seeing how you know what features they're gonna fix in the game. Uh, Are they really gonna fix? the AI issues that we've been complaining about for so long you know I'm anxious to know but deep in my heart I feel like I already know that a lot of this stuff is going to be the same um, I would like for it not to be the same but I just feel that the cycle is just so short too short to ask for major major change you know and I try to stay away from reviews and YouTube because it's all so de- it's all kind of deceptive I I think watching YouTube reviews or people, I think everybody's going to showcase the best parts about the game because they want the reviews. You know, they want they want the likes. You know, they want the they want the view. They want uh, they want credit for the view. But I don't think people really they put their heart and soul into their reviews for the most part. It's very few people that I can honestly say I trust their reviews. You know, I don't even listen. To, I don't even listen to IGN reviews because that usually they have got guys like who are RPG guys playing sports games and giving a review like dude you don't even play sports but you're reviewing a basketball game like get out of here like seriously like I can't take you I can't take you serious you know um I can't take you serious you know I, I can only I take people who play sports games and who do this you know as a hobby for a consistent amount of time I trust their reviews I just don't trust just random people just who just do and don't RPG videos all their life and now they're in a 2K bandwagon. I just don't – I you don't get credit from me. I'm sorry. No, you just don't. You know, I can't watch your video. No. You know, um, so that's one of the reasons why I don't fool with IGN. I just say, you know, get the game, play it. You got to point out the likes and the dislikes, you know. Point out the things that I wrong with the game because there's a lot of things that uh, needed to be addressed. And one of the things that annoyed me the most with NBA 2K is that you know, people complain about shoes, elbow pads, tattoos, but nobody was talking about, like, it took, like when I found out something wrong with transition, D, like nobody else was really talking. There a few people that talked about it, but but me and the few people who did talk about it, it was constantly overlooked. Like, it was almost like the community was like, oh, no, stop complaining about that because, you know, that's something minor. They overlooked that. But that's a major part of the basketball, transition defense. You know, I think that's something – I hope that's fixed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope they keep the defense like they did after this very, very last – I don't know if it's patch six, but the speed boost crap. That shouldn't even be in the game. You know, I just I just want the game to be simulation-based, but have some aspects for playing D. You know, have some aspects for grabbing rebounds. You know, I'm not expecting to hit every three. But I'm shooting with somebody like a Steph Curry and I'm wide open. You know, how often is he going to miss that shot wide open? It's just common sense. It's like not very much, you know what I'm saying? Because I can bet right now if Cleveland had left Steph Curry open in the finals, the series probably would have been over four or five games. It probably would have. They just played defense and knew that. They they, they played defense good enough to know exactly how to stop him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just want that to be uh, fixed. I want the online game to be fixed. I want them to focus more on – making it competitive, this algorithm stuff where I'm missing shots now because I was just so hot at the first, and then now, you know, you want to create this this, this, this imaginary run like when the other guy isn't even subbing, he's not calling timeouts, he's not running fucking plays, and he's still in the game. That's just retarded to me. That something has to go with it. You know, timeouts should matter. Running plays should matter. You know what I'm saying? substitution should matter. There's no reason why you should be able to play a guy, if you're playing six-minute quarters, I should be playing, they could play the same guy the whole game and he's still playing like he never lost any energy. That's just retarded. That just, that just should not be, you know, I'm I'm sorry, that just should not be in the game. Um, make it competitive. You know what I'm saying? Really make it competitive. You know? And like I said, one of the games I have to give a major shout-out to is, is uh, MLB The Show, like, Like, I got that game, and I think it came out in April, maybe May. But I've been playing that game nonstop. The amount of joy I get playing that game. And just shout out to Ramon Russell and the Sony Sony staff. Like, the game is remarkable. Of course, every game has its flaws. But we're talking about the major parts of the game are so realistic. When I play the game, I feel like I'm playing baseball. I had um, started me a... um, I try to use a really, really, really weak team uh, when I'm starting franchises in MLB the show, and I try to take them to the top. But the game is so realistic. Like, if you take a really, really weak team, it's hard to take them to the top. It's hard to win anyway with any team, but it's exceptionally hard when you're playing with teams that are not like in those upper echelon of teams. Like, I, I started a season with the Cleveland Indians, and the Cleveland Indians are luckily good this year. You know, nobody expected him to be at the top of the division, but I I started a franchise with him, and I was like four and nine in like the first 13 games. I couldn't hit. I was in a slump. Uh, my pitches were cold, and it just really just affected the way I played. Like, my whole first month was like crap, you know, and then I eventually got frustrated. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't play with Cleveland. Like, Cleveland, they don't really have any home. They don't, don't really have a whole lot of contact hitters. They got Lindor, um, they got Kipnis but and oh Michael Brantley, obviously, but it's like the bottom of the order is like really, really bad, like after like the fifth batter, fourth and fifth on that da- fourth on down, it's like they're not really, really great hitters, so I ended up stopping and I ended up playing with um the Texas Rangers. now, they're surprisingly good this year, they're really, really good this year, and I've been playing with them, but on the game, they're not really a super great team, but they're a better team, and you can feel the difference between teams. You can feel the difference when you're playing with a team like. Uh, Toronto, who have great hitters, but pitching is not so great. Yeah, you might score a lot of runs, but you're going to give up a lot of runs with that type of team. You play with somebody like the Giants, you're going to get a lot of contact hits. Um, But the pitching is going to be really, really great. So, it just feels, it has a simulation aspect to it, just feels and it just sucks you in to the point where you just want to keep playing the game. I mean, I played countless, countless hours of MLB The show, and I'm talking about they have it to a T, It's almost to a science. They got it feeling just like baseball, and that's how I want 2K to be. I want it to be. I want it to be like that. And I I'll, I'll give it to you again, and I don't think that baseball hasn't many, hasn't many, has has as many movements as the NBA game because it doesn't. Because NBA is a lot of a whole lot of athleticism. Moves. You have to torque your body a certain way for rebounds, positioning. Um, you know, foot planning, There's a lot of different things that go into basketball. I, I get that. You know, but I just want to see it. I want to see it at that 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 same level where, you know, what even the, what most importantly, the strategy feels like simulation strategy. Like, you know, no no BS animations. It's just not not BS animations that would. That would manipulate the gameplay You know I mean I understand Some animation is not Going to be perfect I get that You know um, After past six They made the game A whole lot better Just improve on that Uh, That's what I would like to see Um, Somebody asked me The other day About NBA Live Do I think that NBA Live Can make a competitive game again And, and, And I told them the truth I just don't think NBA Live Can be competitive NBA Live is NBA Live is at the end of the road You know uh, the game pretty much had like one death, uh two delays, you know, it's just it's just still not up to par, you know, you know what I'm saying, from a basketball standpoint. It's not. It's just not up to par. Um it lacks it lacks depth, especially when it comes to uh and this is one thing that really keeps it holding NBA Live back, which I think they could get better, but it's the rosters. You can't edit rosters. You know, I'm, I'm stuck waiting on Synergy to upgrade the rosters, which I think they did a better job this year, but I still can't edit them like I want to. And I'm not talking about the raisins. I'm talking about just, like, edit the players. I want to put the shoes on that they have in real life. But I have to wait possibly a day or two until you decide to put them on the game. It's like, I could be doing this stuff already. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's, it's a lot of things that NBA life, small things they can fix on. The franchise mode needs to be revamped. Because that franchise mode they have now is anemic. Like, it needs some steak and iron to the franchise. I mean, it is so generic, you know. It's like when you go to the grocery store and you buy sugar, you don't buy like the Holly sugar. It's like, or the uh, the Domino sugar. It's like, 2K, I'm uh, not 2K, sugar, but live sugar is like, it's just the white bag with the black letters. Sugar. No name, you know. It's just, it's very, very, very basic and that, and that's a problem. NBA Live is is too basic of a game. And yeah, it it had a lot of uh, in, interesting aspects to the game. I give you that. But it's still not up to par. It's not it's not up to uh up to the level where it can compete yet. And when it's been so long behind, I think it's going to be almost impossible for it to catch up. And at this point there's no need to delay. it. I think it just honestly it's just scrap it. And just stick to stick the to mobile games. Just completely cancel it. it was, I understand you got live fans out there, but, I mean, you're only selling 8,000 copies. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess 8,000 copies, I guess, the, I don't know if that's the first week of, or total, but you only sold 8,000 copies compared to, like, 2 is like, 4 million in, like, a week or a month. Like, and let's be honest. Seriously, like, you're not competing at all. It's like a total waste total waste. Um, so I think that just needs to be addressed. Um, just just scrap it. Too many problems with uh, with, uh, with, the NBA life. Um, like I said, I'm just excited, man, about this fall. Um, I kind of went through my topics kind of fast. Um, didn't expect to go through this fast, but yeah, I'm excited for this fall, and I'm excited for Matt. Um, I think, like I said, I, in the shout-out section, I gave credit to Rex Dixon and Clinton Oldenburg, um uh CMF Ball Critic has given giving us good footage. Um these uh Smitty's these, I mean, been giving us, you know, good feedback and uh um uh Ryan Moody, uh Shutdown safety man, hey, he's been giving good reviews on the on the Madden and you know, interviews with Clint uh Reg Dixon and things of that nature, man. it, it really you know, what we've been wanting so long, I imagine. I think they're starting to push it and implement it into the game. We need to start appreciating it. And let's be honest, NFL 2K5 was the greatest football game. Was the greatest football game ever at that time. But if this Madden 17 weight and size means something in the game when it comes to blocking uh, the different types of running backs physical receivers, if all this stuff really matters, it's going to surpass NFL 2K5. It's, it's, it's going to surpass NFL 2K5. Because I, there's a lot of things about NFL, 2, NFL 2K5 that were really, really great. And one thing about NFL 2K5 that made it great was they had really, really great cut scenes for halftime shows, cut scenes in the game. They did. Size and weight matter. You know, like you can tell a weaker cornerback on a good receiver he would get burned a lot, so sometimes you have to double cover him. Yeah, things of that nature were really, really great. But a lot of things at the game that I didn't like. I didn't like the fact that the players felt robotic. I didn't like the ten and fifteen yard dive, the super dive. I hated that because nobody's diving fifteen yards. It's just not going to happen. You know, that's that's not simulation. So if we thought that was sim. We got to stop. It was not. You know, and and, and I, you know, I think that's just. It's just. Just just my opinion. You know, we we got to stop. There's a lot of things that's wrong with the games we like. I think we're biased because we like certain things. And I just had to come to the realization man, look, I got to get rid of it. I got to be honest. If something's good, it's good. You know, it might have its flaws, but is it better than anything else that's out? Anything else that is out? You got to give it its credit. You know, I mean, I, like, same thing with me. I hated LeBron for so long. And now I realize, like, this dude is arguably one of the. Greatest players to ever play the game He deserves to be in the top 10 Absolutely You know what I'm saying Like, had to stop hating The man puts in work, you know Um, I wanted to address, too uh, One more thing And this might be my last topic, you know um, About the Jesse Williams uh, uh, Comments last night Um, I think he made a really, really, really good speech Then I started seeing people on uh, Twitter and Spaz retweeted um, some, you know, comment on that. And, and I've seen it, too. People with this, oh, what does he know? He's just a light-skinned brother and all this other stuff. they like, just ridiculous things. And I don't think people realize that. I, I People realize, but light-skinned, dark-skinned, there's no difference. There, are, There's no difference. You're just lighter, you know, uh, because of complexion, but deep down inside, guess what? You're all African. Uh, you know, if you call yourself African American, you know, your roots all stem from Africa to some degree. Stop. There's no difference between light skin and dark skin. You know, we all in the same boat. Plain and simple. You know. And yes, all lives do matter, but all lives are not being attacked. All lives are not being attacked by police officers. It's mainly black folks, you know, so when black people say black lives matter, it's not because, you know, we're trying to exclude anybody else. It's just because right now we're the ones getting killed, murdered by the police, beaten by the police. No other race is really getting beat by the police. You know, you might see one or two instances, but we're seeing black teenage teenage boys, black men being harassed by law enforcement on a daily basis. On almost every news network in the country, from Los Angeles to New York City, is happening all over the country, you know. So don't get offended when people say black lives matter. It's not, that nobody else's lives matter. We're just talking about our lives. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about our, li- our lives, you know what I'm saying, uh, Getting uh, getting taken away from us by law enforcement, you know. So that's why we say that. We're not we're not excluding any other race. And honestly, the whole race thing, like if we're really gonna boil down to it, we say black lives matter. I think black people need to start getting mad at black on black violence as well, because black lives matter. You know, I think I think it honestly I think I think we gotta care about each other first, you know, plain and simple. You know, we gotta stop shooting each other with money over gang territory, you know, all that stuff is stupid when it boils down to it. Because let me tell you something, whatever block you're selling on, you know, trust me, it's not your block. What's going to happen is you're going to kill somebody, either go to jail, and guess what? As time goes on, the government's probably going to come through there and take, remove everybody from that block and build brand-new shopping malls, shopping centers, banks, and everything else they want to they, they wanna make. Guess why? Because when it boils down to it, it's the government's block. It's not yours, you know. Or vice versa. You might be the one getting killed, and that person is going to end up going to jail. And the same thing is going to happen to them. Because guess what? The government runs the country, you know. You really don't run anything. So we got to get out that mind state, you know, just over this little territorial bullshit, you know, even gang colors. I understand, you know, you, you join a gang, you know, just have some type of affiliation. You know, I I okay, I understand that. But, you know, it shouldn't get to the point where we kill each other, man. We got to learn how to love each other. You know what I'm saying? Stop the bullshit. Seriously, like, it's, it's dangerous out here. And believe it or not, it's not really even a race thing. But I'm just saying, black people, we got to care about each other just so we can care about somebody else. You know what I'm saying? We all in this together. Before race, we all human beings. So whether you white, black, Hispanic, Latino, Chinese, Filipino, Asian, I mean, whatever you, you know whatever you call yourself. You know, European, you can call yourself American, Irish, Polish, whatever. We human beings before any of this, you know, before you before you even born with the color, you are a human being. You know, that's most important. You know, we we gotta learn how to care about each other. And we gotta start sticking together uh, as human beings first. You know, and there's nothing wrong with having pride in who you are. No, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you should have pride in who you are, but you have to overlook that sometimes and say, wow, you know, if I see somebody hurt in the street or a homeless kid in the street or. A uh, child, need, child needs help or an adult needs help. You got to look past the color and who they are. You got to look at and say, wow, this is a human being. What if I was in this spot? What if I was in this predicament? So it's really not about race. It's about being a human being first. We got to learn to love and care for each other first. You know, it's just just that simple, you know. Uh, That's just, you know, enough of me battling. I'm just, you know, just, just talking about something, you know, just till the time runs out. Um like I say, you know, just uh, shout out to everybody. You know, what I'm saying we just, who, who you know, who, who sees my vision, man. I want peace. Even disagreeing, even when we disagree, we can still be peaceful with each other, even though we disagree. Just because we disagree, don't mean you have to break out into a fight. Don't we, don't mean you have to argue and curse each other out. All that is pointless. We human beings, we're entitled to a different opinions, you know, and we can still be peaceful after we disagree, you know. You know, I, you know, I'm from Chicago, so I see a lot of people, people get shot over $20, and I hear people say stuff like, "Oh, people fight over $20, and say stuff like, well, dude, why are y'all fighting over $20? It's just the principle. The principle, there is no principle behind $20. bucks. There is no fucking principle behind $20. None. Don't even believe that for one second. Because guess what? If you loan somebody $20 and they give it back to you, or you betted somebody twenty dollars and they didn't pay up on the bet. It's twenty dollars. You shouldn't even be mad about it, no way. Because guess what? It's twenty dollars, man. Guess what? You shouldn't have made. You didn't have the money anyway. So why has it hurt you that he ain't paid you twenty dollars yet? That's one. You know what I'm saying? Then number two is like, it's twenty bucks. If I loaned you twenty dollars, even if I loaned you a hundred dollars, if I loaned you a thousand dollars. I just sell it in small claims court. You'll pay it something. It, some, it might be slow, but I'm going to get it back. You know, it's better than killing somebody, you know, going to jail for it beating somebody senseless, and then you end up locked up anyway over $1,000. Really? And if you loan somebody that much and they get over on you once, you just don't loan them again because now it's they borrowed from you once. They're probably going to need your help for something else in the future. Next time you just don't help them because they burnt their bridge with you, you know. Some of this is just common sense. That's so all. Just we got to do more thinking and stop being so, you know, stop stop being so quick to get emotional and react, you know, because, you know, sometimes you get emotional and react and you're always going to make the wrong decision. Think things out. Talk to the person that did you wrong. Tell them, say, look, you did me wrong. I don't appreciate that. Talk to them, man. Keep it simple and keep it peaceful because, believe it or not, we need each other. I'm here in Chicago, but you can always learn from from somebody and each one teach one. I'm, I'm trying to teach one person so they'll teach the next person so he can teach the next person so he can teach the next person make the change strong make us strong whether you're black, white, whatever it don't matter to make us all strong you know and this is even further than religion you know I, I believe you know I have my religious beliefs and it's not even about being religious it's about like I said about being a human being first love and care for your neighbor that's what it's about you know what I'm saying? That's all. We just, I just want everything to work out for the best of everybody, man. We got to, we got to do better. We got to do better and get our lives together. You know, I want everybody to be successful. I want us all to reach the mountaintop. But believe it or not, you can't live in this world alone. We got to do this together. Like I said, shout out to everybody, you know, who, who will hit the episode or who's hearing the episode. You know what I'm saying? You can follow me on Twitter at DJ Gonzo Star. Or uh, you can follow NYC the future on Twitter, I think at NYC the future. You can follow Little Spaz on Twitter at underscore LS fifty seven underscore. Um you know, this is online nation gaming. Shout out to Sim Nation. Uh you know, just shout out to everybody, man, who's you know what I'm saying shout out to everybody, man, who who pushes for peace, you know. That's the most important thing, man. We need peace. We need peace in these times, you know. Everything is about war and controversy. We need peace.